You are listening to She Rises, a podcast dedicated to women who are ready to stop settling and start living their lives by design. If you're ready to talk about the stuff that weighs you down and get practical advice on everything from your health, body image, spirituality, relationships, and personal growth, then you're in the right place. Hello, I'm Giovanna Capoza, your host, master coach, spiritual teacher, and mind-body expert, and I'm on a mission to unsettle women all over the world. Are you ready to rise? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of She Rises. I'm your host, Giovanna Capoza, and I'm here today with another special episode that is just me. We're here together, you and I, and I'm going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. In fact, it's one that I find that I talk about quite often with my clients, especially since I work with high-achieving, go-getting women um, who also struggle with vulnerability and relationships and slowing down. I call myself a burnout and performance coach, but I could just as easily be called a relationship coach or a business coach because to me it's all related. And it all comes back to this one simple ability that if you can cultivate this skill, if you can remember rather this skill, then it will save you a lot of heartache and trouble. In fact, it'll help you flow with life a lot easier. It'll help you flow in your relationships a lot easier. And especially it'll help you flow in your business and career easier. And that is the concept of surrender. And in this case, spiritual surrender. A couple weeks ago, I wrote an episode, uh, or rather a blog posting, that was called Submission Versus Surrender. And I called it that intentionally because we often confuse surrender with submission. And if you look it up on Google and you Google it in the dictionary um, or look it up in the dictionary, you'll find that it's confusing because they're sort of defined as one and the same. And I'm here to tell you that there's a huge difference in words, both energetically and in intention. Surrender is something that you choose. Surrender can be a choice that comes from a very powerful place of letting go. And as they say, letting God. Surrender is a powerful decision that you could make within yourself and it's yours to make and that is the most powerful part of it. Submission on the other hand is when you give your power away and it's not something you really want to do, right? It's you submit to something greater or more powerful or something that let's say has its thumb over you. And I think the reason why we confuse these two is because especially with the religious paradigms and pick your religion, they're all the same in this sense. We There's this idea that you are less than the higher being, right? Like you are a less than than God. You are the, the little peon here on earth and you're, you know, you're existing and everything is at his will, but in a way in which you have no will of your own. Or even if you do have free will, you know, you have to sort of submit to the law and rules of God, right? And so this is just the old paradigm. It's the old way of thinking. It's very much a religious dogma. And so we really do confuse, you know, thy will be done with submission instead of surrender. Those of us who are maybe triggered a little bit by the religious paradigm, right? And so it was really important for me to write something that was delineating the two and especially doing this podcast on the topic because, again, it's, it's, it sparks up discussion all the time. So to submit, if you look at it 
energetically, if you even just say the word out loud, submission, it has such negative connotations, right? Think of the think of the Fifty Shades of, of fucked up, right? Or Fifty Shades of Grey and that whole sort of paradigm. And, you know, I'm, I'm writing a book about it now, so I'm not embarrassed to say that, you know, I encountered a relationship where there was a domination and submission aspect, where there was someone who was trying very much to um, make me a submissive. Um, and I, you know, I, I rebelled against it and in a way that I judged myself for at the time and the way that I allowed him to make me believe something was wrong with me. You know, uh, one of his favorite things to say to me is that I was unteachable. And I'm so glad I was, right? I'm so glad that I was unteachable because there was something in the core of my being. There was something in the fiber of my soul that was saying, this isn't right. This is not right. This does not feel right. And it was then, and it was in that relationship and in that toxic paradigm and that dynamic that I started to understand what the difference was between surrender and submission. And in fact, it wasn't until, you know, I had to get on my knees and get to a really, really dark time in my life that I realized that I had never really had a relationship with what I call God, spirit, the universe. I had never actually surrendered my life to a higher intelligence. In fact, I joke that for most of my life, I, you know, God stood around behind me, you know, with her arms crossed, tapping her feet, saying, let me know when you want me to jump in here. And I was just like, nah, I got it. I'm good. Which sounds ludicrous now. Um, And it's funny now when I say it, but at the time that I realized that that's how I'd been living my life, I realized that I had been in ego. And ego is code for edging God out. So I had lived in my mind, I had lived in what I thought was me trying to control my life and make the right decisions for me. And instead, what I was doing was edging God out. I was living completely in my ego. And this created huge problems for me. I made decisions from a place of lack. I made decisions from a place of unworthiness. Worthiness. I made decisions from a place of really, truly not loving and respecting myself and and ultimately not knowing my own value. And this is what I now term lovesick. In fact, it's the book that I'm writing. It's called Lovesick, Confessions of a Love Junkie. And it was a really desperate time in my life. It was a time when there was a lot of grief and sorrow. And yet, and yet, we all know, I know you guys have had this and I know everyone listening has had this. You have to get to those moments sometimes. You know, you, you do have to get to those desperate moments. And I believe it is in those moments that you could really learn to surrender. Now, do you have to get there? (laughs) Do you have to get to the dark night of the soul to do this? No, you don't. You don't have to wait until you have, you know, that proverbial come to Jesus moment, right? You could learn to cultivate this skill of surrender in your everyday life. You could learn to start seeing the difference between submission and surrender. You know, to submit is to sort of say, I don't have power in this situation. I'm going to give my power over to you or to it or to another thing, an addiction, a job, an employer, a relationship, a man, a woman, whatever it might be. I'm going to give my power over to you to decide, to make the decisions, to tell me what to do, to rescue me, uh, whatever it might be. You know, and for those of you listening that, you know, have experimented with BDSM and dominance and submission and you're going to write me all the hate mail of like, it's not about that. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. 
my experience of it was very different. And I do believe there's a sacred and sexual beautifully side to that. In fact, there's beautiful tantric BDSM practices that I've, you know, taken workshops and studied. And so I'm not dogging on you people out there. But what I am saying is it is important to understand the energy and the intention in which you undertake something. And there is a distinct difference energetically even in those two words. So think about it. Say them in your head. Surrender. Submission. What comes up for you? Maybe you don't have a deal with it. But I know from my experience and all the people I've spoken to that when we're in a state of giving our power away, then we are submitting. And when we are in a state of power and we choose from a, from a place of real power within ourselves to say, I'm going to put this down. I'm going to put this load down. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to look for the signs to where life can show me the way. Then that's when we are in true, true power. And that's what we call spiritual surrender. And so here's some ways to help cultivate it. And if you haven't looked at the blog post, you'll see this there. Um, it'll be in writing, so you could read it all out for those of you that want to have the, the notes. But one of the first ways is to cultivate a relationship with God, spirit, the universe, whatever you want to call it. That is my first step. I had to get to that place where I realized that I've been doing spiritual work since I was 19 years old, so way over 20 years now, people, uh, for those of you doing the math. Um, And I realized in that moment of desperation, in that moment of just really being on my knees, that I may have been doing so-called spiritual work, I may have called myself spiritual, but I had no relationship to spirit at all. And so I needed to start learning what this was. You know, what, what is this? Who, who is God? What is this spirit that lives within me? Who am I really? What is my essential nature? And how do I tap into this higher intelligence? I grew up with a lot of, you know, lofty religious concepts. You know, I was, I was Catholic growing up, or at least my parents tried really hard to make me be Catholic. And um, I never really understood real spiritual or universal principles. And in fact, you can pick up any... Um, you know, deep spiritual course of study, and you'll notice that it's got similar themes. In fact, at the core of every religion, there is this beauty as well. Guys, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, so if you are listening and you are, you know, practicing a religion, there's nothing wrong with that. But look for the deeper mysticism. Look for the deeper universal principles that lie at the core of every religion before, you know, concepts and and human ego took over. The second thing is start to pray or meditate or just get clear. Even spending five to ten minutes a day in quiet contemplation. You know, you don't have to have a prayer practice or a meditation practice. A lot of people are like, well, I don't know how to meditate. I can't shut up my mind. Well, you don't have to know. You can just sit quietly. In fact, studies have shown that if you could sit quietly for five minutes of yourself, with yourself, um, in quiet, in contemplation, just five minutes a day actually improves your happiness and reduces your stress levels and improves all those beautiful, good, juicy hormones. So sit with yourself. And if you can pray, pray. And if you can meditate, meditate. But start cultivating a practice where you are alone with yourself, you know. And here's the secret with praying. You know, I used to pray to what my Course in Miracles teacher calls Santa God, right? 
we do this. We, we pray to the higher whatever when we want something. We use it like Santa Claus. Here's my wish list. This is what I want. But actually, the best prayer you can pray is, I'm here. I'm listening. Show me what I need to know. And just stay quiet. That's the best prayer that you can pray. And the third thing is find the good. You know, have your life be like an Easter egg hunt. Find all the places in your life where there is ease, where there is flow, where you have surrendered. You know, sometimes we think this is a big thing, like we have to do this major surrender task, right? Like we have to wait till we're on our knees in the dark night of the soul and all of that. But actually, there's ways that you're already naturally surrendering to the flow of life. Even if it's just that you're like, you know what? Today is going to be whatever day it's going to be. And I'm just going to go with the flow of what it brings me. And I'm going to look for the signs and look for the breadcrumbs on where to go next. And that's it. Maybe it's as simple as that. So start finding the ease in your life. Start finding the places where it's already working for you, where you already have surrendered to the beautiful flow of life. Even if that's just a walk in nature. And just see where it goes. You know, go down, go down a path you've never been before and see what happens. The last thing, or the second to last thing rather, is watch for the road signs, right? These are the breadcrumbs that the universe leads you through. It drops these little breadcrumbs down and it says, here's another signpost. Here's another way. Don't go this way. Go that way. We have this concept in our Western culture that, you know, if there's a roadblock, you push through it. You just ram the battering ram right through it. And I'm here to tell you that if you get perpetual roadblocks, if you keep getting a roadblock and it's in your way, there's a reason. Stop. Reverse. Look, maybe it's a detour sign. Maybe it's a sign pointing you in another direction. And so when we are practicing spiritual surrender, we're looking for these signposts. We're looking for these breadcrumbs and we take them as detours. We don't catastrophize. We don't try to push through them. We don't try to ram on the other side of them. Trust me, I've done this my entire life. It does not work, people. So take it as your GPS, right? The universe is a GPS, a God positioning system, right? It is self-correcting and self-guiding. Trust this. Start to look for the evidence. Look back in your past, maybe. Look back at all the times where you thought, man, this was such a loss or, um, you know, this happened. But actually what it did was it redirected you to something even better. So start looking at the road signs and find the evidence. And finally, practice, 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 right? This skill doesn't come overnight. In fact, I don't even know why I'm calling it a skill because it's just an innate way of being. This isn't a learning something new. This isn't a five-step plan. This is a remembering and an undoing of what the human ego mind has done. It's an undoing of you trying to be in control and in the driver's seat your whole life and then finally getting so fed up that you give up and you give in and you just say, fine, which is a form of submission, right? That's a powerless way to approach it. And when you finally, finally get to spiritual surrender, you'll realize that that is the ultimate place of power. When you can say, you know what? I don't know what else to do here. So take over, decide for me, come in, give me a sign. And then you learn to listen. That is the most powerful choice and decision you can make. And there's no submission in that. There is no powerlessness in that. There is no giving way um, to some almighty being 
that, you know, has a has a wand and is directing you and is controlling you and you're just this little peon. That is, it's not what that's about. That is you connecting finally. It's a, the ultimate alignment to your higher intelligence and to your higher source. And that, my friends, is spiritual surrender. And it is the most powerful place that you can come from. And if you find yourself, like many of my clients, being doers and go-getters and pushers and figure-outers and give me the 12-step plan and I'll go do it, then this is the practice for you. And it might feel counterintuitive because everything you've learned up until now in your great achievement of a life and in all the striving and seeking and pushing you do, everything has told you otherwise. The world has shown you that you have to keep going and pushing and doing But I'm here to tell you that there's another way. And in fact, you can have both. You don't have to choose one or the other. You can start to incorporate spiritual surrender today and start to see where life takes you. Start to learn that you can trust the flow of life and that ultimately you can tap into your intuition and trust yourself. So I'm going to leave that with you, my friends, and I hope it's helpful. As always, come over to SheRisesPodcast.com. You can comment in the show notes. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and let's continue the conversation. I'd love to hear how you practice spiritual surrender and how it has impacted your life. Lots of love. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep rising, everyone. For books and resources related to today's episode, make sure you head over to SheRisesPodcast.com and I'll see you there. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure you tune back in next week when I dive into more juicy topics to help make your life the best it can be. And hey, if you've enjoyed listening to the show and you love it, head on over to iTunes and leave me a rate and review and subscribe there to the show. 